Hey guys, Ashley here. I want to take a couple minutes to talk to you about something very important to me. The Clean Simple Free podcast is at a crucial turning point where I may have to slow or halt the production of episodes in the near future. As most of you are aware, this podcast is a one-person operation. I don't have writers or editors, and I put a lot of time, effort, research, and love into each of my episodes, and I've thoroughly enjoyed doing so for nearly three years. However, in order to continue creating, writing, editing, recording, and producing episodes, this podcast needs financial support. It's never easy for podcasters to ask their listeners for financial support, but I really want to keep making these episodes for you, sharing how to live a minimal, intentional, and sustainable life. And I hope that you want to keep hearing them. I've had some good luck with sponsorships in the past, but sponsored ad spots are never guaranteed. And without monetary support, I'm afraid I won't be able to continue dedicating my time and effort to the podcast. In every episode I've ever published, there's a link in the description to support the podcast by signing up to donate as little as 99 cents a month to sustain and grow the production of Clean Simple Free. If I am able to keep producing my usual two episodes per month, that's 49 cents an episode. If my podcast has added any value to your life, I'd really appreciate it if you could sign up to support this project with a monthly donation. With enough support, I might even be able to go back to a weekly production schedule. I know times are tough and everyone's financial situation is different, but if you're at a place where you're able to support Clean Simple Free, listener support will ensure that I can keep growing this podcast and keep creating new content for you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this important message, and thank you for being a loyal listener. This podcast would not have existed as long as it did without your listenership, and for that, I'll always be grateful. Hopefully, this podcast can receive the support it needs to keep going and keep growing for many years to come. Now, let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Clean Simple Free Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Fox. Today's episode is about unfinished projects, DIY projects, creative projects, even buttons that need to be replaced on a shirt, whatever your project is, today I'm going to talk about how to evaluate if you should finish your project or if you should just let it go entirely. Stick around. How do you know when it's time to give up a project? Those unfinished creative tasks that you quote, keep meaning to do. I hesitate to use the word hobby because you could be someone who thoroughly enjoys horseback riding or surfing, but you don't have the opportunity to go very often. And that's not really what this episode is about. For this episode, I'm going to talk about decluttering our project lists. These are things like uh, making arts and crafts, making a rag rug, using up your jewelry making supplies. Maybe you got really into making upcycled hair accessories. Whatever your project may be, that's what I'll be focusing on today. I often have a lot of different projects going all at once. As a creative type, I get a lot of random ideas for homemade or repurposed items, and that leads to a lot of projects that end up lying around unfinished in my home. If you're the type of person who loves Pinterest and you're always pinning ideas for DIY projects, then you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes I have to take a step back and evaluate if it's worth it to hang on to these half-finished things to try and complete them, or if it would be better to let go of everything and spend my time and energy elsewhere. 
The reason why this is important is not just for the clutter factor, since my projects tend to start out pretty cluttery looking, but there is a psychological effect that happens to us when we have tasks left unfinished. The Ziegernick effect is the tendency to remember unfinished tasks better than finished tasks. This is a psychological effect first noticed in the 1920s by a Russian psychologist named Bluma Ziegarnik. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Ziegarnik, I think. She was hanging out in a busy cafe in Vienna and noticed that the servers working in the cafe had a much easier time recalling the orders from the tables who had not yet received their meals and had a much harder time remembering what was ordered by the people who had already gotten their meals. So after noticing this phenomenon, Ziegarnik decided to study it and conducted a series of experiments where participants were given tasks to complete and they would be interrupted mid-task to work on other projects. You can probably see where I'm going with this. According to an article on thoughtco.com, quote, an initial group of participants recalled interrupted tasks 90% better than the tasks they completed, and a second group of participants recalled interrupted tasks twice as well as completed tasks. In a variation on the experiment, Ziegarnik found that adults once again experienced a 90% memory advantage for interrupted tasks, and children remembered unfinished tasks over twice as often as they did completed tasks, end quote. This effect was studied again in the 60s and 80s, gaining further support, and now it's believed that there's a correlation between the Ziegarnik effect and mental health. To wrap up this topic, I'll read something else from the same article on ThoughtCo. Quote, The Ziegarnik effect also points to reasons people may experience mental health problems. For example, if an individual leaves important tasks incomplete, the intrusive thoughts that result can lead to stress, anxiety, difficulty sleeping, and mental and emotional depletion. On the other hand, the Ziegarnik effect can improve mental health by providing the motivation needed to finish tasks, and completing a task can give an individual a sense of accomplishment and promote self-esteem and self-confidence. Completing stressful tasks in particular can lead to a feeling of closure that can improve psychological well-being, end quote. So with that in mind, we all have unfinished tasks that we need to tend to every day. We all need to do our laundry, cook, return phone calls, finish homework, or pay a bill. So we're already bombarded by things we need to complete. So if those fun, creative projects are subconsciously pressuring you to finish them or further adding to your stress level, it's time to either finish those projects once and for all or throw them away and start fresh. Let's take a break for a word from our sponsors. And welcome back to the episode. Now that we know that our stress levels can increase due to leaving tasks unfinished, here are some tips to determine whether you should just scrap your project or not. Decide if the project is something you want to pursue or pass on. Does it make you feel excited to think about how this project will turn out once it's completed? Or are you just finishing it for the sake of being able to say that you did? I'm going to share a story with you. Years ago, I started making a big spool of plastic yarn from plastic grocery bags. My goal was to upcycle these wasteful plastic bags into usable plastic yarn by cutting them into strips and braiding them together. It's a really cool idea, and I've seen people crochet really cute storage containers and other things with plastic yarn, or plarn as it's sometimes referred to, and initially I was really excited by this project. 
It was eco-friendly. It was something I could do in the evenings while my fiance and I vegged out watching TV. And then one day I just grew really tired of it. It seemed like fun and before, and then it became this tedious, repetitive task. And I don't even crochet or knit, so there wasn't really anything I could do with it. So I had this bag of plastic bags and about 10 feet of plarn just sitting in my art supply closet for over a year. Every time I went into that closet, I saw the bag and kept saying to myself, oh yeah, I've got to finish that someday. And it would just totally stress me out. It wasn't making me happy, but I had sunk so many hours into it already that I just let it continue taking up space in my home and in my mind. Eventually, in this most recent move, I recycled the leftover bags and abandoned that project and I do not regret it at all. My next tip would be look at your timeline. How many days, months, or years has it been since you started the project and how much effort have you put into it recently? It's easy for us to think, well, I'll get around to finishing it one day and keep lying to ourselves because <laughs> really that's what it is. We're not being honest with ourselves about the amount of time we've spent thinking about doing something versus actually working on something. If you started a project three years ago and you haven't touched it in the last two years, that's a pretty good indication that you're over it and you can throw it out and move on. It's as simple as that. Next, what is the benefit of completing your project? Will it help you express your creativity or make something that you love? Or is it just that you don't want to give up on it because you've already invested effort and materials? If something furthers your creative side, I think that's a task worth doing. But if you just can't bear to let go of something simply because you spent $100 on materials or you spent 10 hours on it, then you're holding on to clutter. The time and money is already gone, so don't waste any more effort or brain power on forcing yourself to finish something just because you started it. If you find that you do want to complete a project, set yourself a deadline. You can even write it on your calendar and have the goal of completing it by that date. If you get to that date and it's not quite finished but you've made progress, set yourself a new deadline. This is especially helpful for very time-consuming tasks. But if you get to that calendar date and you have not touched your project, it's obviously not a priority to you and your energy is much better used elsewhere. Now, I know it's easy to say these things and harder to put into practice. Life gets busy, I know that, with work, school, family, and friends. But if you enjoy working on creative projects and it's important to you, you can spend a little time on those things, whether it's a few times a week, 30 minutes a day when your kid is napping if you're a parent, or for an hour or two in the evenings. So my last piece of advice is to make time for the fun projects that you love. If it's important to you, prioritize it. And if it's just taking up mental and physical space, donate those supplies, toss the unfinished project, and move on. Whatever path you choose, you'll feel so much happier and freer when you can cross it off your mental checklist once and for all. That's going to wrap up this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks so much for being a supporter by listening. If you'd like to support this podcast a step further, consider donating a dollar. Financial support helps to sustain and grow the production of the Clean Simple Free podcast. If you have any questions or comments, reach out by email at clean.simple.free at gmail.com or reach me on Instagram at clean.simple.free. 
Thanks so much for listening. And remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life. And when your life is simplified, your mind will feel free. See you again soon.